Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that is us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex. And today we've got a great one. We are super excited. We have, no, seriously, you relax. You're totally fine. We, the, the power of editing is amazing. Today we are covering, great start. This is, yeah, okay. Today we are covering the Super Mario Brothers with a couple of guys who I'd like to take a moment to introduce. We have two people here. They got a great podcast of their own. We have Adam Stark and Justin Chesney here from the Pitch This podcast. Uh, guys, just take a moment, introduce yourself to, to you know, to Dude Nation here. Um, you know, you both are decked out in the Mario stuff, so glad to have you here. But uh, take a second, introduce yourself to the fans. I just want to say before we uh, we're about to get started, we're counting down three, two, one, and Justin says. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's yeah. and that's a good essence of our me, show. It sent me a notification that said we can't record your video. I got really nervous. I don't know if it's no. doing this right now or not. I mean, no, it says recording. It's recording. You're good. You're what good. The, what was I supposed to do? I panicked. Oh man, I'm a ball of anxiety, guys. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, yeah, that's a good capture of what we bring to our show. But um, if you want some a little more exposition than that, uh, my name is Adam Stark. I'm the co-host of Pitchless Podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll talk more about it as we get yeah. into it, but I'll hand it off to my buddy Justin. Yeah, hi, everyone. <laughs> um, real rough start over here. My name's Justin Chesney. I'm the other co-host of Pitch This Podcast. Uh, Alex, Evan, what, what do we, like, can we, like, curse on this show? Or, like, I got to know, like, if I can, no. like, Hell I'm yes. not going to, like, start right now. I'm not going <laughs> to rattle off every word that I know. No, but, I like, would like you to list every curse word you know right this uh-huh. second. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're in alphabetical totally order? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so, you're, you're totally good. You guys had us back on in October, uh, and, and I want to preface your guys' podcast a little bit. Yes. Because it's a remarkable yes. podcast, and you guys put it an incredible amount of preparation and work into each of your episodes. Pitch this. Uh, you guys essentially write like a, a spec script for each episode. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's, it's, it's incredibly fun. funny. Yeah. yeah. We no. came on not, I'll be honest, we came on not fully knowing what to expect. You know, you guys <laughs> sent us this script and we were like, oh, okay, interesting. Neither do we, buddy. But <laughs> we we both, and it's like as soon as we logged off, we were like, that was so much fun. And so if it's, you know, listening-wise, it's, it's so much fun recording-wise as well. So I think you guys really need to check it out. We did an, uh, an episode of the adventures of uh, Billy, the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy uh, appropriately in October. And uh, it was really fun. And it was a good uh, blast of the past having to uh, uh, imitate all those voices. I was going to say, I don't know how often you guys get to do sort of like imitations or stuff yeah. like that. But you guys, you guys nailed it on, um, you know, um, Alex, your Mandy was just like so perfectly deadpan. <laughs> and Evan, your grim was just like, again, just Terrible. like spot on. It was so funny. But yeah, we love we love writing those scripts. We just come up with like the most absurd ideas sometimes. It was great. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so much fun. So we're, we, we'll definitely have you guys back. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, Something you invited us over for this and we were like, no, no, no. Our turn to we host. Reverse. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, <laughs> we were like, come to our house. 
yeah, come on over. <laughs> Let's trash our place this time. But I think we picked a good one. Uh, here, you know, we, we talk about animation cartoons. And um, I think with the Mario movie, I think it's going to be important we talk about, like, the journey as a whole. Like, from announcement to, like, reviews, like, early things. So yeah. I want to take it back to the very, very beginning for everyone here. What was the okay. first introduction you had to Mario the character or or I guess the world any of this so Mario was actually my doula uh, I came into the world uh, being birthed by Mario yeah. it was the first thing I saw was his glorious mustache well, Italian it's how most Italians are birthed in yeah. the States yeah. in Pennsylvania specifically <laughs> yeah well the mustache makes sense then yeah for Justin oh. it's like it's passed down that way so yeah it's like a bar mitzvah for Italians I had, I had a problem coming out for a while and he's like let's oh, go let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I. I mean, I've 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 known the mustachioed men for most of my life. Um, I grew up very strongly a Nintendo kid. The only time I really was in contact with an Xbox or uh, I had a PlayStation One. That was the very first like gaming console I had was a PlayStation Travel, which was the smallest version oh. of the PlayStation. It was um, probably like a knockoff version of Mario on there yeah. too, it was like Plumber Man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he was Greek, Marriott, uh-huh. Marriott. Um, <laughs> but, but I so other than like after the PlayStation One, it was all Nintendo from that point out. Game Boy. Uh, my cousins had N64s, so I was always over there playing N64s. Yeah. GameCube, Wii, everything from that point out uh, was very Nintendo for me. So the the Mustache Men were very much a part of my life. Uh, I was hesitant to say the least. When uh, when I found out they were doing this movie, um, we'll get mm-hmm. more into like that, you know, later. But it <laughs> d- yes, to say the least, it, it is a big part of my life. Yeah, Adam, what about you? Uh, yeah, I'll say you know, for me, like most of the things I'm super into now were kind of brought into my life because of my older brother. So like my older brother had the Nintendo 64. He had Sega Genesis too, which was was wicked. Um, mm-hmm. PlayStation Two, I think, was the first PlayStation product. But yeah, Nintendo 64. I want to say, like, I probably watched him play, like, the original Mario games. But honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it was either Mario Kart 64 or Mario Party. Mm-hmm. One of those two, I think, were the first yeah. things. And I, I mean, I still have a very, I have a lot of, it's a love-hate relationship with Mario Party for sure. But, like, Mario Kart's, like, you know, for everyone, it's like for, a go-to game. For know? a little bit of context, uh, Adam's house is Randy Newman's old house. So, yeah, he's had We're all the Mario really games. Into the lore. Yeah. Like, if you have to ask, contract. yes. He has all the Mario games. Yeah, because you know <laughs> Randy Newman did the soundtrack to Mario Kart. No, what? <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, but I will say a fun fact about that Randy Newman. That is true, though. I'm not lying. No, no, no. I do live in his former household. His pool is the shape of a music note. He has a custom toilet that has, like, the bottom of the, the toilet looks like a music note. I don't know if that was, a co- so- if that was on purpose or not. Well, I imagine it would have to be. Wait, Randy Newman, like, uh, Rakakuni? If that's your best rep point of reference No, it's just our most recent. Toy Story singer, but... (laughs) That is quite the fun fact. Um, Wow, Mr. Randy Newman himself. And I bet you he's a big Mario fan, too. Probably. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Evan, what what about you? Evan, uh, uh, Mario, uh, the games, what about you? The first one I remember seeing someone play was probably Mario, uh, Super Mario 64. The first one I probably oh, played yeah. was maybe Mario Party 2 at like a sleepover mm. or something. Evan had um, a weird childhood. 
I mean, yes, but also just ow. based off of that fact. <laughs> yes. Oh, but Evan, out. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was very <laughs> matter of fact. I just stated um, that. Sorry. But uh, as far as oh, coming wow. into my own familiarity with the character, I think I, I maybe had a Mario game on like a Game Boy Advance, and then uh, GameCube was really like the system for me. That was probably the last system I bought or owned really and played actively. So um, Mario Kart Double Dash is my jam. Yeah, and I it's, can take almost anyone on in that game. Double Dash, I just skipped. Like Whoa. certain Pokemon games, I just skipped. I don't know why. I don't know why I do this to myself. Like <laughs> Galaxy, I skipped. But Sunshine, Sunshine, Randy my Newman wouldn't Mario let you game. play those ones. Randy Newman said, <laughs> "Yeah, Randy, Randy was holding out on us." Yeah. Yeah, Double That's Dash funny. is amazing, and I've always said to this day with with all of these new Mario Kart like uh, additions coming out for the the Switch one mm. that the best thing that they could do is to bring that version of whatever back. I will gladly trade Paris and New York and all those yeah. other tour maps for that. Or, or honestly, so, for yeah. anything else. I feel like with how they've been doing Mario Kart 8, they could do a DLC. And it 100%. would totally reach revamp the game. And it was such a nice cooperative way to play the game. You could play with multiple people. And yeah. um, it lets you mix in two characters instead of just one. It was a great game. Really severely overlooked and a shame they never went back to it. You guys were mentioning, so, like, you know, I, everyone had, like, these older brothers or someone who they watched play and introduced it to me. Them. I was an uh, only child for my childhood and so it was not until i moved my parents randomly like as a gift because i was moving schools got me a nintendo great thing uh, you know for a friend maker just lock the kid in the yeah, basement really? play video games so i would play mario 64 like endlessly and i was obsessed with it when i was like six years old besides pokemon it's probably the only video game i had played and then i went over to like a family friend's house shout out colin woods and he had Super Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. And he taught me how to play for hours. And it is, like, one of the most, like, vivid memories I have of, like, video game demo for that age. Mm -hmm. And just from that moment on, I have just been a Nintendo geek. Like, I didn't get a PlayStation until uh, uh, I was, like, leaving for college. Like, I've always been Nintendo. So I was excited for this movie. When they first announced it with the voice cast, I was like, WTF? What? The voices, <laughs> it was like... The voices were like so stacked. It was it was more surprising than anything. Like I'm trying to think. It must have been. It feels like it was like a year ago, but it was probably like two years ago they announced the voice cast. A year and a half or I mean, so. I've, it's been a bit. Yeah, it's been a bit. The hype of its casting was probably, or the hype of its star power was probably already waning at the time they announced like Chris Pratt. He was coming off of I want to say Jurassic World, one of those. He was everywhere. Like he was he was coming Where yeah, wasn't like, he? It was around the same time they announced him at, yeah. as Garfield. <laughs> so, it feels like just a decision that didn't age well for multiple reasons, but just like it didn't pan out how they wanted. Um, but otherwise, the voice cast is all right. Uh, we we get so we have Chris Pratt in the the titular role question are the super mario brothers is that their actual surname the last name is mario okay. so his name's mario mario and yeah, it's mario luigi mario, mario. Luigi mario. Luigi mario. Yeah. yeah that is their <laughs> yeah. legitimate names they're the mario brothers i was like well, how conceited of this older brothers <laughs> it would be like my name's like alex and my younger brother's name is brendan he'd be like the alex brothers were loving like he just left out oh it is no question in the world. I don't know how anyone else questions how Luigi is not an absolute <laughs> sub because of his upbringing. Like, that dude bottomed so hard because of how uh -huh. just 
How do you not after being raised as Luigi Mario? Luigi is the epitome of player two, though. And right. over the years, like player two back in the day had kind of an, I don't want to say negative connotation, but you know, you, you weren't player one. And so Luigi being the classic player two eventually took on like an identity of its own. Like people identified as like, oh, I'm, I'm more a player two than like a player. But <laughs> do you know, like, does that make sense? Am yeah. I wrong? No, growing up, growing up, right? I was, Luigi is my favorite of the Mario Bros, like hands down. I play as Luigi in most things. He's my go-to in, in Mario Kart, in like party, uh, anything like that. Uh, in golf, I, I, he's the only one that I have like maxed out. Um, I, the only one, and I developed this affinity with, Luigi and I don't know why that is. I'm not a I'm not a younger sibling. I'm the oldest one. Like I have no other connection to Luigi. It I think it just feels right. It just feels right. Adam, are you a Mario guy? No, I would say personally I'm a Yoshi guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um but yeah, and honestly it's cuz I just had that option forever, but I would say I, I would agree with just on that I- identity type of thing like back then especially when there wasn't kind of like that kind of feeling like, oh, it's, you know, it's kind of cool to be like the secondary or like the, the sidekicker or, you know, just, or just the, the player too. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like frowned upon you picking Luigi or you were, if you weren't fast enough to press a on the roster to, to like in Mario mm-hmm. Kart to click Mario, like you, you knew you lost the race already, buddy, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like that type of feeling, but now it's not that at all. I, I feel, you know, in the same way of picking just like any other random, like Koopa kid, when you're playing one of those games too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, you know what guys, you know what? Let's let's get real for a second, okay? Let's let's just let's just stop yeah. for a second, all right? Can I get can I can I get a little can I get a little sexy? Can we can we be a little like after dark? Just yeah. so you guys know, these are the bits that I edit out of our yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's hear it. What, <laughs> yeah, what do you got? What is it? So, I got to I got to tell you, all right? I can attribute how popular I am <clears throat> with the ladies to Mario Party and how fast I have to press A in most of those <laughs> most of those mini games. That shit was wild growing up. I mean, I you you came up with every single way. How can I press this as fast as humanly possible? You try and, like every finger. You're like, is it thumb? Oh, like, is it the thumb? Like, maybe is it I'll the, try this one. Thing? I don't I don't <laughs> know, but it forces you to go through and see like how what is the very best way that I can do this as fast as possible in Pokey Pummel and Mario Part 7 and other games. But I remember that one specifically. I hated those Pokies because they just would not go down fast enough. I forget which mini game it was, but there was a Mario Party on Wii where one of the mini games was definitely just jerking off the Wiimo. <laughs> they're pretty good at it. Yeah, Evan was the king at it. Come um, on, a faster. In my fraternity, we got like very into like these old Mario Party games, and um, I'm not gonna lie, Evan. I think you're telling like I don't. I think you were making a joke, but I think that we won. I think you were like really good at it. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> there was someone like we got into uh, like oh, do you remember? We used to play Birio Kart. We used to oh, play yeah. like uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. So that's like a common one. That's good. That's good. Um, so I loved the inclusion of Mario Kart to this, but I think just like Mario as like an idea, his world, his characters, it's, they've been with me through so many formative parts of my life, like childhood, like, like, and then I didn't lose Mario. Like there was never a phase where like, it was uncool to like a Mario game where, you know, I went through a phase of like not telling a soul I was playing Pokemon still. You know what I mean? That was like uncool to kids. I was never afraid to be like, oh yeah, I'm playing some Mario Tennis later today. And I I think the big thing about that too is that Mario as the franchise is just like 
it's not you're not talking when you say pokemon you think oh i'm gonna catch them all and like fight other pokemon mario is like you just said i can go play golf like yeah. it's it's just a part <laughs> it's a party game at its core and like it's i think a, a lot of people it is Ooh. a lifestyle but Ooh. a lot of people don't like if they're gonna go see the movie they'll even if they're not super into the franchise or the game i feel like they're going to feel a nostalgia factor because of just how it's ingrained into lifestyle it's just like the party game that's there you'll you you go you go to like a random bar in brooklyn they're playing fucking mario kart on the, the on the projector screen and those we kinds were, of things we were talking about this recently in our friend group actually this past weekend after the, the movie came out and we were we, we just had to drive up to san francisco so we had a long nice drive you know talking about all these things and one of the things we talked about was is there a franchise more ingrained in society as a whole than mario and i really don't wow. think there is I, I like. I mean, you know, obviously there are ones that spike for certain people. There are ones that are, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, objectively better. But like that is just how it is. I just I don't think that there is a different franchise as much as like Pokemon is my favorite franchise of all time. Like there, yeah. there is obviously different, you know, favorites for different people. But I I think Mario yeah. strikes a, a chord across the board with most of humanity, or at least the part of humanity that's ever played a video game. You know. I'd be curious, like, name recognition. Like, I, I bet you there's generations of people who haven't even played a Mario game that still can be like, yeah, that's, that's Mario and his brother. It's so ingrained in global culture that he was the mascot of the Tokyo Olympics, even though it's, like, a, <laughs> a short Italian guy. <laughs> Is that Make, when we got sense. Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics? Oh, yeah. Is that, like, the time? Right around I then. love that game. That's wild to think about because I do think you're right. Like, it, yeah, Mario's, like, a household name, and so... Well, let's get into this movie just a little bit here. So right out the bat, we're, we're recording this uh, after opening weekend, and it, it did it. It's the number one best-selling animated movie for, for opening weekend of all time now. What do you guys think of that? I'm not surprised. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, I agree with Adam. I'm not surprised. I, go on, go on. I'm not. I mean, I, I think it goes back to the same thing, right? Where, like, it is just so popular. It reaches so many different generations of you're going to have our generation. You're going to have the generations below, like, to pr- probably three years old, the people yeah. that are interested in Mario, you know, and can sit through a movie up to, you know, beyond us and everything like that. I, I think that it really hits, like, everyone. Do I think it's the best one? Absolutely not. But that we'll get to that later. But like, yes. <laughs> but I, I am not surprised whatsoever that it was the like most successful one uh, so far as an opening weekend. I think even despite the critic ratings that people were uh, fearing mm-hmm. early last week, it still stood through. It didn't matter. Honestly. I'm not going to lie. Between the the short Chris Pratt trailer where his voice was pretty weak, and between the critics, that I was really nervous. My faith was shook. It. I was like, yeah. oh, no. And it's and and here's the third one, the, the perfect concoction. The people making it is the same company that makes Minions. <laughs> and so I, I did not have a ton of faith. Like, I was like, oh, no. I was really worried, but I was pleasantly surprised. It is not without faults, as, as we uh, joked about just a minute ago. But I was I was very pleasantly surprised. And um it just also like uh, uh, the kind of the it factor. It was so fun seeing in theaters because uh, my theater was packed with kids. And oh yes, there was a there was. A, I'm not kidding. And so it didn't happen too often because he wasn't in the movie a ton. But anytime Luigi popped on screen, this like three year old would go, "It's Mario!" And I was like, "You're <laughs> shitting me!" Like Wait. that is so funny because it's not. <laughs> you're wrong. 
So I don't. I I want to say I don't know if it was if it's like where I, where I live or whatever. The time I went to go see it because I I saw it on opening night like Wednesday mm-hmm. at like eight thirty p.m. Burbank, California, and I would say it was probably. M- there were kids, but it was mm-hmm. much more of a, a, a full crowd of like people our generation. That's um, fun. I think it just set the whole tone. I mean, we the the illumination thing came up, the Nintendo thing came up, right? Oh. And as soon as it went black, completely silent in the, the theater. Some random like valley guy in the background was just like, "Mushroom Kingdom, here we come!" <laughs> and everyone just <laughs> fucking lost it like it didn't matter like old person that was actually chris pratt yeah it was actually chris he was really nervous yeah (laughs) he was like he was like i'm just gonna joke on myself and hope that people go with it that's funny i uh you know i guess part of what was so exciting about this and it being such a big hit at the moment is it it is fun to get back to the theater and i'm gonna i'm gonna steal tom cruise's title and i'm gonna say mario mario saved cinema it wasn't top gun (laughs) Yeah. Tom Cruise and what? the Scientologists are going to kill you. I'm they're, sorry yeah, to tell you. Formulating a death you know, right you know what I just picked up on, too? You know what's funny? The Nicole Kidman thing that happens before. First of all, I was scared because I, I don't know when I last went to see like a kid's film. But I was like, are they going to play the Nicole Kidman thing? Like, it's, not, it's not like there's something PG-13 about it. But I was just mm-hmm. like, please play it. So they played it. Um, and I realized, too, while I was sitting and watching, I was like, why is Nicole Kidman alone in the theater? Like, are they, are they acknowledging that no one wants to come see a movie? It was, no, it was COVID times. Or yeah. did she just decide get get these peasants away from me? I will yes, not sit in the theater with anyone else. <laughs> she wanted a private screening one. of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> they should make custom versions okay. of it too. Like she's sitting there, Mario's sitting next to her, Luigi's sitting next to her. Oh. Like for each film. I have said this for a while. With how popular that Nicole Kidman like promo has gotten, the next time that they do a new round of it, because I think they have said that they're going to do a new version of it eventually, uh, with how popular it's gotten. They need to make like 10 to 15 of them that are different, right? And it'll get like <laughs> those collectors, those hardcore people uh, that go to the theater, to see play them, them at random. Right, exactly. Playing them at random <laughs> before the theater, before the movies. There is no better way to get those crazy fucking people that go to these movies to like say that they like they saw all 15 of the Kidman like promos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I why am I not Kidmans. hired? Yeah. I could save movies hashtag release the kidman cut release the kidman cut a bunch of people stand up and leave as soon as nicole kidman's done i've seen this one (laughs) damn it they go buy another ticket you're onto something presented in its original format four by three as the director as it was intended Um, so I do want to talk a little bit about the reception but before I dig into that this is actually the first illumination movie that we've covered Um, oh so you know thank you for bringing this to our podcast today uh we had talked about it's it's the highest grossing animated opening weekend of all time it dethroned frozen 2 that's huge which which is big i didn't i guess i didn't realize frozen 2 was was that big well the hype of frozen yeah yeah, coming off of that so this was able to do that with the pandemic after effects, uh, with the tepid response to Chris Pratt's voice acting. That's a good so, word, Evan. 
I know. I love when he says shit like that. I love him. Yeah. (laughs) It made me lose my train of thought, but (laughs) 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 for for the audio (laughs) listeners, he literally patted himself on the back (laughs) right after saying that. You got to go to YouTube for those kind of jokes. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. But But, I think it speaks to the, uh, the, the power of the, the universal appeal of this character. And yes. One thing I want to say before I go too deep into what our opinions of the movie are. So the, the critics rating, you know, is around the fifties. It's rotten, certified rotten by the, as deemed is it really? by the critics. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Looked. It, yeah. It got to like 46 critic wise. When wow. I checked it the other day, it was like, yeah, it was like 56. Yeah. I did the, not see that. But, but on the flip, go ahead. Yeah. Adam. The audience score is in the high nineties, maybe 97, 98, not hundred percent sure. And here's the thing. Everyone's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God! You're sh- yes. yes. In the best and way. That, <laughs> and listen, that is what we call art. Yes. yes. No, you're sh- Mario has done what no other movie has done. It's brought the people and the critics together. You bring up such a good point, Evan, because this whole time I'm coming into this podcast being like, man. I really would love to sing a ton of praises about this movie because I had so much fun. There is a lot to enjoy, but when you like sit down and like try to get like to the meat and bones of this, you're like, oh, well, there was not a whole lot of meat on that wing. So I think you come at this from two different ways. You come at this as you're going to see, like you, you want, you come and see this as like, oh, Elimination made this, they make the minions, I like the minions. That's on me, I'm not speaking about myself. Um, but, or you come Vito, at this- I got you. You're coming at this from the side of Pixar and like the and the meaningful, amazing, like Inside Out, those kinds of things. And you want it's you, interesting. You're, you're you chose hoping Inside Out out of all of them, but that's fine. It's a that's a powerful film. It's fine. Oh my God, we're not going Sorry. there. That's a whole different thing. We can't. Also, we don't have time for that. For the record, I've not for seen Inside Out, so if you guys are, Evans, you know, Evans some, like we could do something there. Down the line. It's no Diary of a Wimpy Kid film. All right, stop it. So stop. We're not. We're not getting into your weird ass obsession of that. So what I'm all right. All right so what? Fine. Fair enough. But so what I'm saying is, you know, you have the critics coming at this as animated films should have something behind it, some actual driving plot, some sort of meeting and character development. And you have people say, Mario fun, he drive fast, throw a banana. <laughs> Both are fine by me. Yes. And, yeah. you know, as some, if you're someone who is trying to go into there and pick out those things, you're going to easily pick out those things where it's like they have a quick, like, you know, the quick chat about, you know, my father hates me. Animal spits them out. And there's nothing. That was it. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that was actually the whole script. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that yeah. Was half what I will DK's say, yeah. <laughs> given the source material. The writers did okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? There is no plot. There's, there's one plot, plot in all of Mario. That's it. Yeah, I did think that was funny because I was watching like a YouTube review and they were like, "Yeah, but guess what, guys? People go to those Mario games time and time again, and they have no story ever." And I was like, "Ever? Yeah, that's very true. It's and it's it's all world building, and it is. It's not like this expanded really on the world at all. But this this is so, a whole can of worms you're opening now because now you're saying, "Oh, we can make a film about about a party game." So yeah. now there's gonna be a fucking Jenga movie. There's gonna be an <laughs> uh, air hockey table movie. Like this is dangerous stuff we're we're moving into. I am so, worried about the territory because we have a Tetris movie. We have this. Like what's coming? What's Tetris. coming down the line? Yeah. We're screwed. So I have I have exactly one thing that I think personally that like after seeing the movie that I think could have really 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 improved 
the movie on both like on both sides. Maybe maybe not on the fan service size and in, in like a way that, but I think it could have improved at least the critic size of things. Do you want me to share it now, or do you think that yeah. later is a better time to okay? Right now, it. let's hear it. So, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the the climax part of the movie, I, I guess I would say like in the building part of the climax, when the giant bullet bill is fired. Um, by uh, on Bowser's command, and they almost nuke all of Mushroom Kingdom. Mario is flying away and leading the the giant uh, King Bullet Bill away from it all, right? And he mm-hmm. sees the warp pipe that uh, that leads him <laughs> back home, right? I think the dumbest thing they did in that movie was bring them back to Brooklyn. I do because I think that a much stronger choice would have been him without him, maybe not even realizing it, nuking his own way home. Oh, and that, so then and he's that, trapped there. Yeah. He is trapped there, and that is the and that is the premise of most of the Mario games, right? Th- like, by the end of the movie, you have, you, you see he gets back to Brooklyn, he can go back, his family's proud of him, great, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Like, oh, okay, cool, guy, or your family's proud of you, cool guy, whatever. All of that is accomplished. I think if you're going to have a sequel and everything like that, have it be about the fact that Luigi, the mama's boy, is so eager to get home after their way home was absolutely destroyed, right? And Mario, the one who has been belittled his entire life, is like, why should we go home? Like, all of these people here love us. We're heroes, you know, and make that the conflict of the second movie. That's too deep. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling <laughs> you. Like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I get it. You, you're right. Because for the pre- for the purpose of this movie, it's definitely more for a younger generation. That's why it's an hour and a half. You know, it, it keeps the attention span and everything like that. I think you you solve a big plot point, which is why these plumbers from Brooklyn stay in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I was feeling they brought it back to Brooklyn to make the stakes feel a little more real. Like, no offense to the Toads and everything. Like, that's like make-believe land, but now it's like Bowser's going to destroy Brooklyn. But I will agree with you. I... Um, you know, I didn't think about it in theaters, but I, I wasn't crazy about the fact that they they did the whole final scene in Brooklyn. Uh, I think it was solely so that like their rival and and uh, you know it was to fulfill that jingle in the beginning of their thing to uh, the Super Mario Bros save Brooklyn. And so mm-hmm. I like your idea. I do. I think towards the end uh, we we can uh, pitch some sequels, and I think you got a, a, a budding one there on your end. So yeah. what, wait, Justin, your concern isn't that he sends a nuke to Brooklyn? Because no, that no, was no, my no, no, no. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. You just clearly, nuked Brooklyn. Yeah, clearly, clearly it doesn't make it, it all the way through, right? But I need a scene earlier in the film where Mario was reading a book about warp pipe yeah. physics. <laughs> so he knew that okay. by doing that, that's how it was going to okay. happen. But Adam, the problem is, is that even though he didn't nuke Brooklyn, he still nuked Brooklyn with the fact that Bowser's castle killed about 500,000 people Had in Brooklyn by just landing. All right, yeah. we're setting up now, but this is this is the scene for the first. The for sequel Spider-Man is them dealing with coming. all of the yeah. This <laughs> the, this is the end game, right? This is the after Infinity War of Super Mario Bros. Like the Mario Brothers have to confront all the people that died by yeah. like sheer squishing. Mario has to take on all that guilt of all those people he destroyed. Um, I did see some movie comparisons. You mentioned one here. Uh, it was very Iron Man when he was yes. Tanuki Mario and he guided the missile out. Uh, the other one being uh, Mad Max Fury Road. 
Oh, yes. There I mean, go. this was yeah. super Mad Max for a lot of the. Oh, Evan, where did you see Iron Giant in this? Well, I mean, it's the same. It's the Iron Man thing. It's the nuke at the end. Oh, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah same there. Justin, I hear your pitch, and and I and I counter you with this. What if the movie is actually set in two thousand one? He leads the bullet bill through the oh, warp pipe. I'm so <laughs> nervous, <laughs> Evan. <laughs> you don't even have to finish this sentence with just the Technical year that you have brought up. <laughs> what are you saying? You went bold there, Especially sir. Okay. dark twist. Yeah. yeah. Really, really grounded well, in some realism. You have know? we ever... I, n- <laughs> the thing, the only thing I have to counter you with, Evan, is that we already know that Kermit caused 9-11. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I do think with, like, how joyous and nonsensical this one really was, it would be, like, so funny to go, like, so opposite and, like, gritty in the second one. But, because uh, <laughs> so... That that's beside the point. So we've been dancing around it. We've been touting it. This movie, while like super fun, jam packed with um, Easter eggs, references, like not to the point where it felt annoying or whatever. It was just fun and carefree. This movie did not have a whole lot of plot. Nope. Mm-hmm. There was uh, mm-hmm. very little that happened, and so I can survive without some plot. But as Evan knows, this is a big gripe of mine. There was no themes. There was no lessons. There was like. No one grew. There's one, maybe. What? What was it? It was the, the approval of the father figure, where he bonds that was with two lines at Kong. most. Okay, okay. Adam said and it that's was the brothers. All you need. They you checked can, it off can, the checklist. You can ask my partner Jackie. The funniest line in the movie to me came in about five minutes in, with uh, the character who I found out was voiced by uh, uh, John DiMaggio later, mm-hmm. um, which is the uncle in their like family and he's just like basically mario you're a piece of shit and then everyone goes quiet and he goes what i say and that is the funniest <laughs> italian thing i've ever seen exactly. in my life yeah. i saw you and then be like what why what hey yeah. what i say <laughs> i was pissing myself in the theaters you have no idea i i didn't laugh that hard in the rest of the, in the actual jokes that that, that any character said in the movie that was very intended for a laugh, I did not laugh that hard. I was pissing myself in a quiet theater when that line was going on. <laughs> okay, so the approval of the father. You know, DK and, and Cranky Kong had a bit of that as well. So, okay. Yeah. Very and there was weak. a little bit of, like, the brothers sticking together kind of thing. But, like, mm-hmm. that, you never really felt that, like, throughout the film on Mario was doing his hero's journey kind of. Yeah, Yeah. it was really they really pushed it like hard at the end. Like, yeah, they you know they they did win together, but it's not like Mario was missing a piece during that time. And meanwhile, Luigi's in a cage. Like that was (laughs) Mm -hmm. the entire side story for him on on that. I guess for the listener who is listening to this spoiler packed episode, (laughs) uh, Adam. As brief, as quick as you can, as light as it is in the movie. We we got the premise of this movie. (laughs) Oh God. to save Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I mean, I would wrong. just say this somehow. Um, you know, if there's any place a magical pipe is going to exist, I would say it should exist in the sewers of Brooklyn. No one's going to ever notice that. They're going to see People would have probably seen it and probably just passed it and did not question it because that's just how life is in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, for me, I would say the premise is um, man go in pipe. <laughs> Fine brother, say Brooklyn. <laughs> That's no, you're not wrong. So I don't know what else to say. I think it's a. I think the the biggest thing, if you know Mario's story, 
It is Bowser Steel Peach. Mario, go get Peach. This was Bowser Steel Luigi. Mario and Peach going to go save the day. And so I, at first, but was... But they didn't, like, go to save Luigi. I, know, I like, know, it was like... It was like, it Mario was, was being a simp. It's a it was like, yeah. I'll help the princess save the... It's save like the a triangle, like, the, the, like, Bowser's coming to them, and they're like, we're going this way. And then they're like, yeah. now we're going to catch you off guard. Like, the the, the mapping well, so of it... on the racetrack. Yeah, the mapping of it was very odd. I was like, who's going where when? I do like the the, the war dynamic of this, you know, land where it's, like, the one of the most... The, where the where the star was kept was in probably the least protected kingdom of the entire realm. Like, where should we start, keep the star from a fire-breathing dragon? Out like that. Like, you don't even have to be a fire-breathing dragon and an army to take that from them. You can Snowballs. walk up to the Penguin Kingdom and take that goddamn star on a Tuesday after Applebee's. There is no That's problem true. taking that star. No, you bring up a good yeah. point. I did think it was going to be him, like, going around collecting multiple stars. Yeah. Yes. No, and that, that was the only one. That a good way to elongate the film in the plot rather than he got the star very beginning here he comes like <laughs> he's coming he's, he's coming uh, so i did like because at first i was like oh i'm so glad they're not going the bowser kidnapping forced marriage route and then halfway through the movie i was like oh okay so they're just not doing the kidnapping part of that that's okay <laughs> i want a lord of the rings style uh, preface to the whole film next time <laughs> Like mm. about how the star mm. was um, was spread amongst the Long kingdoms, <laughs> narrated by Peach, obviously. Yeah, yeah. no, it's none of that. Okay, I want so... there to be a Cooper ancestor that, like, you know, birthed all the Koopas. <laughs> and they have plenty of time to get there, is what I'll say. So. Well, I will say that I will say that you know they were trying to make it. They it, it didn't feel super forced with some things, like the whole like you know duking it out on Mario Kart's. Like, yeah, like that. Probably makes no sense when you think back at it, but it was fun to watch, yeah, and like that's great. really all that matters at that point. But it's crazy how there's so much they haven't tapped yet yes. for what is obviously the new golden goose of Illumination. hundred percent. And that is like, you know, they showed some of the regions, but there's definitely so much more, and there's so many characters that we have no clue about or how they're going to be brought in. Obviously, there's not, they don't need to do a lot of explaining this. They haven't done much in the last <laughs> film, but, you know, it's there's clearly so many on the bench that are ready to come out. And if you saw the after after credits scene, there is my boy. Oh, the Yosh. But so I, what they did in this movie is, is they kept it so general. It wasn't like they had uh like they killed off Donkey Kong. So, but cause we're going <laughs> to like, get six. Donkey, dies. Yeah. That's canon. <laughs> we're going to get six Donkey Kong movies. You know what I mean? Like they left themselves <laughs> yeah. open. So, um, before, you know, I think an easy way to probably do this would be to let's go by, let's go by like these characters. So starting off, we had Chris Pratt played by Mario. Let's get, let's get into the, the burning question of it all. The Mario voice. Now the trailer, uh, was really a, a big letdown for people. Uh, what did you guys think of the Mario voice? Justin, start, let's start with you. I didn't think it was distracting. And I think that that yeah. is the most important part of it. I, yes. I was not, I was not uh, sidetracked by it. I was not like focused on it throughout the entire movie, like I thought I was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I know that's like literally hopping over the lowest level of the limbo bar, but <laughs> but I gotta I, say, it though. <laughs> that's what I needed it to be. <laughs> like I was really concerned about that. Yeah. That was my biggest concern, and I I I, I don't think that it was uh, you know 
It was fine. It was fine. Yes. You know, I think in a in a in a world where we have you know Seth Rogen and we have uh, Anya Taylor Joy and all these people that that don't necessarily you know sound like what this you know character is or whatever, um, I think it's fine. You know, it it is fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll grow on me in in you know future films and everything like that. Um, but I think the most important part was that I was not distracted by it at any point in the film. True. True. Adam, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I'll start by saying, like, when the first trailer came out, you know, that was kind of like, what the hell is going on here? I think they did a much better job if they were to take kind of how they introduced the Mario Brothers in the film as, like, the very first trailer, like, with that corny ad and then showing their voices. (laughs) I think that would have been, like, a great way to kind of segue into understanding what the film's actually going to sound like and what's going on. It's not just like, it doesn't just sound like Chris Pratt, you know, picked up his check and read his line once. Um (laughs) But I, I agree with Justin. It wasn't distracting. I was That was really my main thing was like, am, am I going to come in here? Am I going to be fine with like, I mean, Chris Pratt voices Emmett in the Lego movie. And I love the Lego movie. Yeah. I hardly, I often forget that that's Chris Pratt because it really, at that point, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think he did a better job than expected in the sense of, like I said, how they establish, you know, they know what the voice sounds like and they do a corny thing, but it's actually like this Brooklyn accent they have. And I think mm-hmm. he did a pretty decent job at that. Mm-hmm. So overall, it wasn't distracting. And yeah, that it, after that, I was like, okay, I can stop thinking about this. I can actually, yeah, you know, more more so enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. Evan, agree with you guys totally. I liked that they nipped it in the bud right in the beginning, for as much controversy as it had caused uh, when he was announced, when he previewed the voice. All you can ask is that he kind of gets out of the way of this movie, which which he does. So. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I'll though, because it, it seems like a lot of the press was him, like, defending himself. So yeah. like, I played Mario. I played Mario, damn it. No one, <laughs> no one believes him. No, I totally agree. I think, for me, I was going in, I was so critical. Because, like you said, I just didn't want it to take away from the voices. I do think it had a, a, a bit of a nice... Uh, it helped that most people didn't actually sound spot on, if that makes sense. Yes. It, this was their own version of these yeah. characters. Everyone seemed to really fit. He probably seemed to fit the least, but I like forgot that I was keeping a critical eye out for it. And I think, I think a big part of it, and I'd be curious on rewatch. I don't even think he has that many lines. I don't think he he talks a ton, if I'm being honest. Also, am I mistaken that the the guy in the pizza shop who's at the arcade machine was that Charles Martinet? Yes, yes. And he voices, I believe he also voiced an uncle in the family scene as well. Correct. Yep. Yeah. yeah, which is a nice touch. I will say the the bully, as he was, like Spike, they called him. He's actually like the the actual character that uh, uh, Fix It Felix from Wreck It Ralph is based on. Yeah. But so, yeah. Um, he Spike is yes. voiced by Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes, Spike. Uh, Spike, though, in the beginning, game. he um was riffing on him, and he was at the pizza parlor. Dude ate two slices of a whole pizza and left, and I was so mad. I was like, I, I we- agree. I was like, what? Well, How are you going to leave this whole pizza here, dude? That might actually be the least Brooklyn thing in that entire movie. I was like, are I was you <laughs> fucking kidding yeah, you me? You don't leave pizza behind. I like actually that. thought 
Luigi was about to make a joke at it because it looked like he was staring at it. And I was like, I picked up on something. No, they didn't even mention it. But so then Luigi's got a ringtone. It was kind of funny. It was the GameCube sound. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's so many Easter egg things there. Oh, Evan, that was your favorite Easter egg was the GameCube sound? Mine too. That might be my favorite too. It hit me. so good. That was honestly like unexpected. I got you. And you know, the arcade game that character that Charles Martin's character plays is Jumpman. Which is the original which name for Mario? Before Mario. They gave him a name in the second Mario and Donkey Kong. Jumpman uh, is, game. I'm pretty sure, the same except his colors are inverted. I think he's wearing mm. red overalls and yeah. like a blue shirt. And the pizza shop is called Punch Out Pizza as well. It's mm. Just another chock Nintendo. full of yeah. these really nice Easter eggs, which show you that the people who made this movie really either did their research or grew up on these games, knowing this history. None of it ever felt like forced or cheesy or like, look at this, like sometimes Easter eggs can be like. Um, yeah. I, I I loved like every single reference they did. I, I don't know if that's like a hot take or not, but like none of them ever felt forced. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. Oh, I see that. Oh, I love that. I do, I do like how they played off they kind of, like kind of got out of the way when the the toads who were guarding the castle were like trying to bullshit Mario, be like, "Oh, actually, she's in another castle." It's I, was like, I was like, "This is good. That's the oh, perfect yeah. spot to put that." Yeah. And we don't need to like. Obviously, it's not going to become a, a thing later on in the film. No one's going to think like. No one's going to now guess that is actually the premise for like the the, the sequel or something yeah. like that. Thank God. Um. So. Next up on the docket, I would say is probably Charlie Day as Luigi, who I felt underserved in the plot, was kind Huge. of stowed away in the you know first fifteen minutes, and then is looped back in for the the climactic battle, which is a shame because I personally felt that Charlie Day was great as the character, and mm-hmm. I was actually really excited about his voice casting. How'd you guys feel about Luigi's role in this movie? I'd say I'd. I mean, I, I agree, honestly, on, on both fronts. I mean, I, I think he did a great job. He's the perfect voice for a distressed Luigi. Because yeah. um, he just sounds distressed all the time. And, yeah, it's again, it's like, it's what happens when there's not really much of a plot and not much of anything behind to or to drive character growth in the film. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Bowser needs to remain the big bad. There's not really much of an arc there with him. There's, and the scenes of him, like, practicing with comic and, and all that stuff were, like, hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. But... I think they could have thrown in more between him and Luigi since Luigi was on his ship the whole time. Um, yeah. And again, maybe there is that stuff and maybe they just cut it down because they just know the main demographic doesn't have the attention span for all this stuff. Or <laughs> yeah, or they just think that's also Mario. I Who knows anymore? I appreciate the time that the movie was. I do. I, I don't agree. think it needed to be much longer. <laughs> no, no. I think that was, especially when there's no plot. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> yes, I totally agree. So the Luigi thing was a bummer to me because I was, one, very excited for Charlie Day. But after thinking about it all, is that not the most Luigi thing that could happen to him? Is just get <laughs> shut out of the movie, kind until of. Until he gets his own film, until he gets a standalone Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. I think it's coming. Yeah. They hinted and at. That... He, he, they had the flashlight. He the was flashlight. in a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's coming. I think, honestly, and I hate to toot my own horn here, but. I think that all of this could have been solved with not going to Brooklyn at the end of this movie. I think that, like... This guy I, hates Brooklyn. I I fucking... As someone who lived in Upper Manhattan for, like, four years... Yeah, he's snobby. I hate Brooklyn. Um, no, I, I just think that, like, you know, by the end of it, you know, right? Like, Luigi comes into his own with... You know, he defends Mario. He, he blocks him from this, like, huge attack that probably would have killed Captain America. He Captain America him. And... And I don't think there's any, like, coming into any of that, right? I think that, like, mm-hmm. I think all of this could have been fixed with saving Brooklyn, like, saving the stakes of, like, <laughs> saving your family 
for the second film, a lot of it otherwise was fine for Luigi, right? Like, have him be this absolute, like, secondary character who is... Have him kind of take the place of Peach. I think it's I think it's a good place to go. I think it brings the, the games and the premise into a modern era rather than him just being, you know, like this one woman being, <laughs> like you know, abducted over and over and over again. I think it's, it's, I think it's a good touch, but I, I think that like you could have saved that him coming into his own character, him being kind of badass in the end mm-hmm. with Mario in a second mm-hmm. movie. Um, I, I think if you're going to go with an entire movie that is about him being captured and everything like that, what, at what point does he come into this fruition that is like brave and, yeah. Um, and everything like that, you know? We needed... Justin, maybe maybe the real Brooklyn was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. We needed Zack Snyder to, like, plan out a trilogy for these movies. Like, this one felt like a very sure? self-sustained uh, movie. Luigi we needed, you know, impregnates Peach. There it is. Have it. Thank you. See? That's where it's... Co- we needed someone with some foresight, some planning here for the betrayals, the the mysteries. I'm telling you, I so maybe this is, uh, we'll keep going character by character. I'll save this question. So um, Luigi, I think we all agree, just super underserved. Charlie Day killed the role. Uh, it was a shame, um, you know, because then once he was in the jail cell, it was like that nihilistic little, uh, you know, Mario Galaxy star that took over the the funny bits. Luna. And my theater yeah. was ripping and roaring every time. I was like, oh, we got some depressed parents here. Oh, like, yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, listen to that <laughs> laughter when this thing's like, you know, oh, the only release is Sweet Death. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, they really went in on that. They went oh, hard man. on it. I was a little, oh. that was not Illumination humor. I don't know who snuck that in there. That was, especially at the very end of the film. Yeah, that was like a little, like, I was like, you're still going. That okay. was the one I was like, yeah, okay, we've we've beat this horse now. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Let's do, maybe do Peach before okay. we get to, to Bowser. Anya Taylor-Joy, I think she was great at the role. I felt like, I mean, no character here has a great arc, really. But she was really <laughs> just like there to move the plot along. It's like, oh, she's introduced. Oh, this is Peach. Yeah. Oh, she's bringing, pulling, literally pulling him by the hand into a training montage, <laughs> and then literally giving him the call to adventure. So, um, some of that was just, I mean, that was amusing to me. But I love. It's why this movie is ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, I love the training montage though, and so I would say, I would say, I actually, and we haven't gotten to the character. I actually think. Anya did great as Peach. I actually think she was the second best as her character, like, of everyone. I really liked what she did with the character. It's obviously not the exact same Princess Peach voice, but uh, I I thought it was great. I really liked the character of Peach. I loved her little war room that she had when everything would pop up. And then all the Toads have these, like, these Toad-like voices. And then there's one who's like, we need to make moves now before the enemy (laughs) intrudes. I was dying at those scenes. So things like that, it's just, like, small, really classic, like, uh, you know, animation humor. So I, I, Peach was one of the strong points of it. And so just so no one else has to say it. When, you know, she got in her little outfit and got on her motorcycle, I, like, double-checked the rating of this movie. I was like, is this PG-13? What's going on here? Well, but that uh, is I the mean, Mario I... Kart. That is Mario Kart Wii <laughs> yes. specific, okay? That is her outfit when she gets on the bike in Mario Kart Wii. I'm going to need so... to play that game again, then, just to Yeah, you're going to have to go ahead and play that game. <laughs> Your night's off. Right now. Once we got to Wii, once you got to, to um, the Switch... It's like the motorcycles. I cannot figure out the handling on those. I don't know them either. It's too much for me. He's like, give me the Mario Kart. Why aren't there four (laughs) wheels on this thing? 
I agree. I agree. I mean, listen, Not there are different carts that I like, but I've never figured out the the bikes. Um, I you don't, I don't need know to why. do the bikes though. You don't need to in in them. No. You don't but actually some people. Need to. You look at some people online and they're like, and they just go off with the bikes. I'm like, how are you doing that? You don't need them. You can find a good cart. You just It's about knowing the specs of them, unfortunately. I think, I think once we all hit 45, we're all going to go back to Mario Kart and want to get a motorcycle and use that yeah. in the game. Right? <laughs> Digital like, midlife crisis. Around that time, we were like, oh, I really came around to the bikes in this game. I think that Peach was very good. And, and ask... My, my my friend circle like around me here in LA, I was very hesitant about Peach for a while. And I think that I'm willing to admit I think that Peach was a very good choice for what they were trying to do with her in this movie. I think that like she was also maybe the most like the character that got the most added lore to yeah. her. Yeah. I think part of that is to set is a very intentional easy setup for the the well not multiverse because they said galaxies but uh-huh. the multi galaxies uh-huh. but I'm I'm serious like someone jokingly put like a Marvel like Phase One type of like Kevin Feige presentation I totally like, see it Donkey Kong Metroid all this shit yeah that's gonna Metroid. happen and then it's gonna be it's the gonna Avengers happen. the Avengers is gonna be their Super Smash, Smash Bros, Bros. Yeah. yeah so like that's that's it was said for a reason and like that was the the vessel of it so the story mode of super smash bros brawl on the wii they should just take that beat for beat and i think they can i I think they would have a stellar movie and i'd watch it 90 times i agree subspace emissary is fantastic but if you're an avid like uh smash bros person you know that the super smash bros switch ultimate um has a very very dramatic beginning to their game which Mm. is basically Everyone except for Kirby fucking it dies. Yeah. Like <laughs> even Brooklyn. So that's that right there is their Infinity Wars, right? Yeah. Like that'll mm-hmm. that'll go yes. to that, right? Like that'll that'll lead yeah. to that. I 100% agree. You could you have a very dramatic line that you can get in uh, into with the Super Smash Bros stuff if handled correctly. But do yeah, they I, do I, they add like Detective Pikachu and like Sonic from oh. um from like oh, Ben Schwartz Sonic? Ugly Sonic who comes yeah. back. <laughs> The tough, the, thing is Pokemon. the tough thing is so, Pokemon because I think that like Detective Pikachu needs to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. I think that if they're going to if they're like going to start style. with this, yeah, I think if they they're gonna start with this universe, then they have to do keep it, keep a it separate segmented. a separate thing and Pokemon how do you bring, will be like, like the Pokemon into it. Like everyone's like, Where are the Pokemon? Well it's if, like the Robert Padson Batman. Yeah. <laughs> if Smash Bros is the Avengers, does that mean we get Josh Brolin as Master Hand? Oh, yes. That's how it works. Yeah, it would have to be. It's in a contract. Yeah, we'd have to do that. Um, I, a quick plug. Justin and I, a while back, uh-huh. it must have been yep. season two. I was thinking the same we thing. Did, we did a dating show script, but with Smash Bros. called Smash Bro or Smash No. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's good. One. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check yeah, that that's out. That's a good one. Okay. I don't know if we did sound effects. For I actually want to say I was not thinking the same thing. <laughs> we, oh, which one we, were you thinking of? <laughs> we, did do that. we did do that episode, but in a mo- more recent episode, we did uh, a fantasy draft of what we would say our our own Super Smash Bros. movies would look like, mm. and in the format of the game, or in the format like the game that we were playing in our uh, in our podcast, we were talking about like you know in a fantasy draft style. If I choose someone, if I choose a character, you can no longer choose that character. I see. Um, so we had certain slots to fill. We had like you know your protagonist. We had like your supporting characters. Then we had your villain, and we had your uh, post-credit scene. Oh, and I think 
I mean, right off the bat, you listen to that episode, like, Adam took my protagonist, <laughs> like, in the very, or my antagonist in the very first yeah. round. He knew what he was doing. So. I was pissed. <laughs> because I was going to make Master Hand the, like, the post credit scene. And he took it right away. I was going to have, like, Ganondorf be, like, the first, yeah, the first antagonist, like, and being, like, a overpowered villain that, like, Zelda has to go to different, like, realms to, like, gather heroes to, like, take down kind of thing like that. Really, you, know? yeah, you were ready to oh, go and he screwed it all up. <laughs> no idea how uh, much thought pissed. I put into this before Justin, it was screwed up. And I put, like, 2%. Yeah. I, I give a solid 2%. The Hofstra way. <laughs> um, yeah, just, you, if you want a good, if you want to see a grown man perish, uh, go, just skip ahead to that game in that episode. That's I forget which good. one it was, but that was okay. a fun one. It might have been our interlude episode. Okay. Yeah, any, so. any last thoughts before we move on from Pete? <laughs> I will just say this. Um, I, I kind of like Justin. I just didn't know what to expect with Princess Peach. Some of her lines in like the trailer, and I felt like some of the lines in the film kind of felt like voice boxy. Like they had to record lines, mm-hmm. and they just pressed the button, and they said, let's put that line there, and they mm-hmm. didn't really need to be an inflection towards anything, which well, it was like, whatever, that's fine. But I will say this. When Anya Taylor-Joy came to the premiere in the Mario Kart Peach's uh, bike suit. I I wanted to stand up and applaud her yeah. in the middle of a Chili's. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I almost did. But I was like, this is great. This is like what this film should be about. This is what fun films should be about. And it was like, I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you obviously care enough about the film to like do something you do, yeah. great. You got a designer to make this for you. Like that's insane. Yeah. Um, but overall, the performance was, was good. Mm-hmm. This podcast is supported by Lumina. Lumina is an AI-powered webcam that makes you look good on every video call. 4K resolution, adaptive color correction, autofocus and bokeh so you get that nice blur in the background, and of course my favorite feature, the AI camera man that follows you around the frame to keep you centered at all times. Zhuzh up your video calls and stop looking like dog doo-doo with Lumina. You can use promo code 2dudes for 10% off your purchase at getlumina.com. That's code TWODudes at getlumina.com. Back to the podcast. Two dudes watch cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before we get into Bowser, can I say who my least favorite voice was? Please. Surprisingly, and, and I love this actor like outside of this uh, as as a comedy actor it was fred armison oh. as frank as cranky kong oh yeah. that was fred armison i knew it sounded yeah, it familiar so i loved it i love fred armison i love cranky kong i got to be Dude. honest it was one of those things where i felt like the the voice did not match the like you know the thing that was being presented That's on the fair. screen and I, it took me out it almost took me out every single time cranky kong was on screen he's not old enough maybe that's what it is uh, like there was not enough of that old voice to it i thought it was tom kenny let's no this is a natural transition let's let's move over to dk donkey kong that's the only part they had, and they didn't even do the rest of the rap. <laughs> and there's Chunky. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They had so many Kongs. I just, yeah, like, great. wasn't expecting all of the Kongs. And while it was very Mario Kart-esque, did anyone get kind of a Diddy Kong racing feel from, from it? Anyone ever play that game? Oh, I'm alone. Oh, okay, God. Good. Are you kidding me? It felt like oh, a Diddy Kong racing vibe at first. I was like, I know this is supposed to be Mario Kart, but uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. I think oh, that man. I think that the Mario characters had Mario Kart vibes, right? Like, you had Peach 
mm-hmm. Mario and Toad that had like the Mario Kart vibes. I think everyone else was Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong I think Racing vibe. I loved it. I used to play that game all the time after, oh, like, uh, like when I was older. I guess if that makes sense. Like I stumbled upon it again and was like, this game's sick. Well, it had Banjo Kazooie in it before he, even before he had a standalone game. Right? Oh, I didn't know yeah, it was before. That's gotta be in. That's I gotta be in the Banjo Kazooie movie. Oh, that's not. Don't don't. Alex, I can't get my hopes. Oh, Alex, I'm I telling you right it. now. I you don't get into it. You're gonna get a whole other episode with Adam on Banjo Kazooie. You can't. Well, you can't do that. Oh right my now. god, you're booked. So, you're booked. Genie's books. We're we good. need that. Oh, that would make such a good movie. Holy. Okay, so. Let's, let's stick on let's stonk, let's stick on Donkey Kong. Now I'm gonna start here. I love Seth Rogen. He's what I aspire to be. You know, uh, chubby, goofy stoner, uh, higher popular. Time, yeah, right. yeah. That's that's what I want to be one day. Pottery maker. Um, yeah, yeah, ex- yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I I thought he did the best in his role. Is I don't know if that's a hot take. He was the most like I know Donkey Kong has like I guess like. A voice sort of but like he to me was the most i was just like this is donkey kong i uh, i think that seth rogan's great and maybe this is getting ahead of the show but honestly i think bowser i think Jack oh, Black was the best he'd one. be the only one I, to compare to so that's that's I, i'll take that i can accept i that. think in terms of like meeting expectations like it's kind of like you think about who was cast that actually like cared about the franchise and played the games and all that stuff if there's two people who are going to be those, it's it's Seth Rogen and Jack. You're right. Great point. Very well said. Um, but I just, man, when he popped out and he was like, hi, Dad. I was just like, this is so great. And, like, that was, I guess, I almost am thinking there's more of the theme of, like, father approval, like, through Donkey Kong than Mario. But uh, oh, so they, they, just, they went ahead and made Cranky Kong his father, but even, or even though Cranky is Kong his, is his grandpa. Is his grandpa. But I did notice not, that. I'm, I noted that. Yeah. But I, I didn't care because the, every time he was like, hi, Dad. Or he's like, are you watching, Dad? I love that yeah. shit. Seth Rogen, to me, was the most... I don't want to say distracting because it wasn't, but like, it is him it, though. It, it, it's you know obviously Seth Rogen, and it was the most like his voice and and my idea of the character didn't align, but oh. I really enjoyed his performance. I think it was like oh this is like I enjoy this take on it. I like him as DK more than I like Chris Pratt as Mario. Do you have someone you'd rather cast for that role, Evan? Um, not off the top of my head, but. But let me sit on that. One yeah, I can imagine a lot of people are going to hate that he did the Seth Rogen laugh. I I thought it fit so well. I I just mm-hmm. thought it was so funny too. Like that was another moment my whole theater laughed just when he first did his oh, signature so, laugh. I think uh, and Adam I think will agree with me on this. I think the Seth Rogen laugh as a joke to Seth Rogen fit much better in the Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> Where it was oh a, my God, yes. where the whole thing was a joke of a bunch of different Seth Rogen movies, you know, like, Can and that was yeah. the thing. I think I don't put. By the way, I don't put any of this in Seth Rogen. I think that it was definitely directed to, you know, be like, okay, and, and now do your fucking now laugh. Your, your, that's his own franchise. It's in the contract. They were like, it's but an extra like, hundred thousand if you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I do think that it is like it's better suited. Like at this point, it's almost a meme. You know, like that laugh is so memeable that like if you're gonna do it, like that's you're commenting on the laugh. You're not commenting on the character. You that's know? fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. I thought he, to me, was um, like a lot of the life of the movie, if I'm being honest. Like he was a lot of the the joy that came. So like I loved once they got there. I loved the fight between him and him and uh, Donkey Kong, uh, him and Mario. 
Um, he he might have been my favorite character in the movie. Now that I'm I'm recapping it all, it was unexpected that DK assumed the sidekick role in the movie that probably should have been occupied by Luigi. You know, for the whole brothers storyline of it. <laughs> kind of, uh, and again, but, like it's not enough of a of a, of an arc or connection. Yeah. Save your brother. Yeah. Save Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> save the cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where, where am I copying that I from? Yeah, there. that took I me a minute. <laughs> Any thoughts on DK before we move on to... No, we have to. He deserves it. He's got to get that. We got to go. So while I just said Donkey Kong was my favorite, I totally agree with you. Like Jack Black was one of the star stealers of the whole movie. So... Let's give the man his credit. Because uh, like Adam said, he obviously was another one that was like, my whole life has been leading to this moment. So I, I love that. He even released like this insane, like little like virtual reality, like video mm -hmm. on his TikTok mm -hmm. where he's like going through like like a Mario oh. um, stage and it has like the lava and the blocks. And, and he jumps up and it's like a cube. It, like, it looks, it's like three dimensional as the camera's moving around mm -hmm. with him. It's it, his it's fucking backyard. But it's just like, and he's being so dramatic about it. It's so great. I just watched like a video on YouTube where him, Charlie Day, Kiko Michael Key played Mario Kart. Mm, and of so course, fun. like, it's like, there's not even like, there's not even that much of a focus on Jack Black because he actually is like super into the game <laughs> while Charlie Day and Key Michael Key are talking that struggling much, yeah. for their life while trying to like play and like get interviewed. So, um, Bowser, though, uh, he has the opening scene. He really sets the tone. Well, is it the? Yeah, it's the opening scene. He sets the tone. He's King Koopa. He's got his whole thing. I think his, you know, he is a lot of the humor in this movie, too, which was really great. It's fun having yeah. like a goofy bad guy, if that makes sense. We don't get that too often anymore, like in anything. And no. so I think his best joke was he was like, I've gathered my whole army. We have Koopas. They're like, yeah, we have Goombas. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have whatever those guys are. And that was uh. probably the hardest I laugh because I was like, yeah, what are those guys called? <laughs> Gun to my head. I couldn't tell you what those things are. Yeah. I would say Jack Black as browser probably has more lines than Mario. Yes. And I would say Jack Black is the star of this movie. You know, maybe not pay grade wise, but he's the heart and soul. He carried this press tour mm. on his back, mm. in my 100%. opinion. All of the memeable moments. There's the Kelly Clarkson show. He's got the song. Oh my god, that's my favorite. Uh, the Peaches song, which they just put a video out for. Like, yeah, full song. Really, this man put the team on his back. And same. And you guys had commented on Anya Taylor Joy wearing the the Mario Kart outfit. On one of the red carpets, he had like a full. What? Yeah. Well, no, he had the suit on, blazer, but like spikes on the back. <laughs> but it yeah, had spikes, spikes on the yeah. back and flames. It was awesome. What a cool guy! There's a, there's literally a video of him. You see him in the distance in front on the red carpet, doing like a bunch of stupid poses. In the foreground is the creator of Mario, just like oblivious to all that <laughs> happening, but behind him, it's like that's that is what you have created, sir. That that right there. Jack Black in a but, custom Bowser suit. And I, I just love, though, that sort of, like, reverence for this role. Because it, that is, Bowser, it, for all intents and purposes, is one of the biggest villains in all of, like, fiction. You know what I mean? He's literally a princess kidnapping marriage, forced marriage dude. So he's, you Dragon know. Dragon turtle. Yeah, I, I love that about him, too. I don't know why. That is just, like, one of the best things about him is, like, he's a turtle, 
but he's also like a dragon. He ain't full turtle. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just love Bowser. I remember there was like a distinct moment in my life. You know, you're playing like Mario Party, you know, and he's the bad guy in Mario Party. He's the bad guy in Mario 64. And I don't remember what the turning point was, but I, I you know, that's when I became cool in life where I was like, Bowser's actually cool. You know what I mean? I was oh, like, so oh, cool. how have I missed this all these years? And then that was when, so... you know, I started being able to talk to girls. <laughs> there, that's that's it. That's the gateway. Yeah. yeah. If he wasn't such a tank, I would I would play him as Mario in Mario Kart. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, he it's, weighs it's down just... the cart. But my brother plays him in Smash and is kind of unstoppable. Oh, oh God. Too, I buddy. hate Bowser. Yeah. Fucking Smash I grab. Stop I grab it. Justin. I hate you. And I, I hate you so goddamn much. And, and that's the thing. That's like when you do that move, ladies and gentlemen, when you do that move, you as Bowser always die first. Does, do I care? No. No. <laughs> no. Right. The thing is that they had to update that move in Smash Bros. Because it wasn't always like that. It was In the original powerful. version of that, yeah, in the original version of that move, the other person would die first. They had to change that because it was too fucking overpowered. All you had to do was grab someone and jump and off jump. the side. It was awful. And the oh, thing is, ladies and gents and our non-binary friends, Adam Stark does not care. He does not care. He it doesn't does not care matter. if he loses. He's just... He does not matter. Society, Justin. I thought maybe when they changed the game that he would stop oh, doing so that. Funny. And no, he did not. <laughs> that's not the real victory. The, the real only... victory is slamming your ass into the abyss. Uh, the only good. thing and the only thing that might rival it in Smash Bros. is being more degrading is getting eaten by Yoshi and shit out the side of it on an egg. <laughs> that is the only thing... That might be more go. degrading, and I don't even know if it is. I, it's just the only thing that could rival it. Okay. So if you watch our show, you you can you, you slowly create a handbook on how on how to get a rise out of Justin. Uh, that's the real takeaway uh, of our show. Um. Okay. Bowser. We'll talk about his song. Oh, question for the room: Is is he is her name Princess Peaches, or was Bowser saying it wrong? Bitches. I think he was saying uh, like it was like a a pet name. Oh, that's what you were. Yeah, you thought it was a like a pet name. See, I thought he was yeah, like yeah. from Michigan, where they say where they add s's onto the end of unnecessary uh, uh, like restaurants and places. Mm. And and here's here's my question. So she was discovered as a as an infant. She can't remember anything prior to coming to the Mushroom Kingdom. So did the Toads name her Peach? Oh, do they yeah. have peaches oh, in that kingdom? That raises a lot of questions. Um, questions that will probably never be. Answered. I love yeah. the Those idea that she was an outsider baby, and then when she grew up, they're like, "You're our fucking princess now." Yeah, like, and then they made her what? princess. Uh, where did, we I think skipped a couple steps there. It's got an an opposite of Princess Bubblegum uh, <laughs> oh kind of thing, yes. right? Where Right, where it's like, you know, Princess Bubblegum just, like, literally made all of her, you know, yeah. kingdom. They raised like, her, and they were like, oh, you're our leader now. You did you're it. the best yeah. one. You've got, zero, you've got exactly zero mushrooms on you. You're our leader now. You know yeah. the least of the mushroom kingdom here, but you're going <laughs> to rule us. So They're like, who's the least annoying person here? That's a great toad. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key is going to get paid for a role that is, some, is accidentally you one day. I could, I, I'm actually the stunt <laughs> yeah, man for yeah. the role, so I had to learn how to say the lines. The question for me is, was there a kingdom before her? Like, mm. was there a ruler? Oh, that she maybe took she over organized. At two peaches. I like to believe they were just like a commune. Like England, like an imperialist. She came in and took over and set her new ways. She was like, build this me a castle. 
So it's definitely a pro-imperialist <laughs> film. It's definitely pop- propaganda when you, so when they you say get right, down to it. Right off the bat of it, yeah. You wanted Brooklyn to be destroyed I... <laughs> because it was a free country. Right, exactly. Uh, is it implied she's from Brooklyn or just from he's... Earth? No, I think so, I think but so. like, who knows? But she ain't got that Brooklyn accent, yeah. so I don't know. She... she came through the same... She's a baby, Alex. Like, they she's were... not going to be like, goo goo ga ga. <laughs> So, like she, she comes through as a fucking one year old, if that. Like, I, she's barely walking through the goddamn pipe. I don't like, want to have the Brooklyn accent. I don't want to well, detract that from your where... joke because it was very good. But I loved that they had Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, and Baby Peach. That love was that. Me too. I love that. that was huge. If I'm being honest, big ups to them. I hope yep. they have the balls. I dare you, Nintendo, to do Mario and Luigi superstars partners in time where they team up where mario and luigi team up with baby mario and luigi i dare you Alex, you gotta have yoshi's island before that oh, well that's part yoshi's of the universe island yoshi island is coming it, that may be next. We'll, we're getting to that's be... it. That's what Yoshi's Island is. It's Manhattan, <laughs> like five thousand years in the future. They take it over. It's, it's an a island. Planet Damn of it. the Apes type twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Okay, wait. Um, any any uh, thoughts? Bowser, Jack Black. We love him. Uh, he was he was the star. Anything before we we move on uh, uh, from from Bowser officially? I think I think what saved the first trailer, kind of like how they started out the film with Bowser. They started out the first mm. trailer with Bowser, and it's like. Like, then you get hit with a Chris Pratt voice, and you're like, uh, don't like that. <laughs> but you already saw Bowser. I was you invested saw, when like, I how, saw Bowser. You saw how good the end, like, you gotta give it to Illumination. It's just, it looks great. And Bowser, and Bowser sounds great, and, and you're like, I'm gonna, I don't care. Like, at some point, like, it, maybe I'll have more material to make fun of Chris Pratt, but I'm gonna go see the film at the end of yeah. the day. Because there is so many good aspects, and that, that is was a strong the one. first frame of evidence great yeah. point um were you guys disappointed we didn't get kid koopa at all baby bowser bowser jr or baby ba- bowser? bowser jr excuse me i'm so oh. sorry i that again i think that is another untapped is he on my roster He's here got it, that's yeah. another untapped <laughs> character like wario yeah. waluigi oh, yeah. bowser yep. jr yeah. there's so many they haven't tapped that it's definitely going to be the case because now Bowser's captured. Mm, oh, okay. Bowser Jr.'s coming to save the day. Oh, that would be fun. Okay, I can only okay. assume. Um, yeah. So we're moving 100%. on from Bowser. Is there any other voice actors we really need to, or characters we really need to, to touch on? Uh, uh, Justin, Justin kind of challenged the thing I was going to say already on, on Toad. So oh, Toad. Yeah, we, Toad. we covered Toad. Unfortunately, Toad underused again. I really like Keegan-Michael Keel, and I thought he did a good Toad. So... Um, excited for more of him, but he was a little underused. He was he was good for what he was in when he when he cooked up those guys his uh, the the guys his uh, little meal there. <laughs> that was his best moment. Yeah, I I do yeah. think that like maybe my most controversial take is just that I did not like Fred Armisen as Cranky Gong, and that's that's, that's about it. I get it, and you know I get it. He's a, he's a supporting character. I'm not saying that like it ruins the movie in any case. It just truly he was it in, though. I'm just kidding. It was really just my yeah. thing, and I'm I'm willing to admit that it was a very personal thing that I just was like taken out every time that he talked. I get that. Um, what I want to do in the spirit of the pitch this podcast, we are going to pitch the very next movie for Illumination. So we'll give you guys a minute to think, because because me and Evan are a bit more prepared. Evan, do you have yours? I, I I'd be ready to go if you don't. My preparation was coming up with that. The premise of that, but I didn't prepare. <laughs> you didn't think so far enough into. Okay, so I'll, I'll start while I give you guys some prep time. I know you'll only half listen to mine. So, I my biggest shock of the whole thing was the post-credit scene was not Wario. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I was 
convinced in my head it was Wario because that feels like such a natural progression into a new movie. It's a new reason to probably take them back to Mushroom Kingdom. Um, and so I my my pitch is we got to save Brooklyn again, but this time from Wario and Waluigi. No, I'm just kidding. But so Wario <laughs> pops up and maybe probably Waluigi too. Fuck it. He needs to get in here. Let's... Nintendo is not going to give us Waluigi. I know. They won't I... give us Waluigi and fucking Smash Bros. It's not going to happen. It is true. There is like a whole thing that like they may not properly own Waluigi or something. Like, oh, wow. Because he... He's like a sports game character. There was, I, yeah. I read it was a theory I read, so I don't want to tout that as fact. Uh, okay. But like, okay. what a so Wario, maybe Waluigi, asterisk. If we can get both of them, I would love both of them. We get Daisy. Unfortunately, they are all from Brooklyn. But uh, Wario is now <laughs> livid. He's a plumber, a rival plumber. And uh, he is now livid at the success of the Mario Bros. And, like, the style of almost, like, the reverse Flash becomes obsessed with, like, taking down the Mario Bros. And so he is probably going to... Sorry, Charlie. He's probably going to capture Luigi and take him somehow into Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom. And adventure ensues there. Uh, we're going to get Yoshi, as we were teased at the end of this movie. Um, you know, we're going to get Peach again. Uh, we'll get the Kongs back in it. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other characters that we can uh, add. But I think that's the next, the, the natural sequel in this uh, trilogy we have coming, hopefully. I, right. I guess I've already said what I wish would have happened at the end of it. I think so that just to if, retcon it for your sequel. What, what, what's go then going right. in? What, what do you got? Let's start with what, what we have, right? Like what, what is like, established now as the canon of this universe that they've set up right i love personally okay, i ahead. think that i think the next step is super mario galaxy and i oh, think it's i think it's already. rosalina i do let's back up okay if i was setting up the whole universe no i would not put a super mario galaxy as the second You're movie doing way too much heavy lifting you already did more than they did in this one right film. but i'm saying as like i want to hear your movie we're going to the galaxy i can't I can't. Adam, uh, yeah, leave this is like, alone. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> I'm dealing with what they set up, not what I would like. Not what I would have set up for like a sequel if they had ended it the way that I think they should have ended. I think that with showing Luma already in the first movie, and I think with yeah. with mentioning there's a whole fucking there's a bunch of galaxies. Um, I think that just like she said it. Um, I think <laughs> yeah. that I think that that's the the next logical thing. I think that you're. Honestly, as much as I love Wario and Waluigi, I think I I don't know. I think that like maybe uh, Bowser Junior kind of thing is like on the mm. on the on the horizon with with like them bringing him back. Like I I don't know. I I think like I think that like the galaxy is the next step with like the next realm that they will go to, right? Like the next like thing that they'll kind of talk Poor about. Mario Sunshine. Um, it totally got overlooked in this movie. Was there I a know. single Mario Sunshine at, reference? At all. Not a single one. Okay, I'm going to wreck high in mine. Wario takes him to Del Delphine Soul, or yeah, Del whatever it's called. <laughs> Delfino. Delfino, thank you. Well, you know what? You know what, Alex, how they start the second movie is he's in fucking Delfino Plaza oh, just, like, yeah, relaxing. It's a vacation, you know? But they're not going to do, like, too. a whole movie about it, right? Like, the next thing is Galaxy They could tease like, it. That's a tease Galaxy. where it's going to go haywire there. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. That's a good uh, well, one. Let me Evan, riff uh, on that idea a little bit because it. This is what I we're here to do. Hold that into elements of my pitch, which is, like, kind of like a, the gang goes to college idea, but... But maybe it's Delfino Plaza is Ooh. spring break. Oh, uh, 
I'm sold. Uh, while they're in the Mushroom Kingdom, Mario and Luigi have picked up other handyman services like watering the garden or whatever, and Luigi is <laughs> ghost busting. Wait, 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 wait. You're just going to yeah. completely overlook Luigi's mansion? No, no, no. This is like, but yeah. this is the lead in for that movie. Or That's he's dabbling in that. Okay, and hold on a second. Eventually, that'll set up this- Luigi's mansion. This might help you a bit. If if you guys have played Paper Mario in the Thousand Year Door, you know that one of the big things about it is that Luigi just come, coming back and is like, I'm having all these adventures on the side, yes. and like you, like you, you like yeah. whatever. Like I helped this whole kingdom, and like it's that very was never Marvel. talked about. Thor comes back. Yeah, and he's exactly. like, I'm a changed dude. Perfect. You have to go watch my movie to Perfect. see it, though. I received that information, yeah. folding it into my pitch. So Luigi, With Luigi, paper, and paper. Mario are spending less time together. You know, their activities are, are, are taking them in separate directions. While they're on spring break, Luigi starts hanging out with the wrong crowd. Meets the, you know, some slimy brothers from, I don't know, a slimier a borough of New York or something, uh, which is war. Say, say it. Say it. Staten Island. Staten Island. There you go. Don't be scared. <laughs> they don't care. Uh, they uh, can't hear this, Evan. They don't have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Hey, we're on to something here. Um, but to include uh, to include Seth Rogen again, par for the voice actor, DK becomes a stoner, and he's playing the fucking bongos, like whatever that oh. DK GameCube. Uh, clapping over them also. What was that called? That was a great game. It was like Dance Dance Revolution, Guitar Hero yeah, before that. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know what that game was called. The only thing I can think about is the people that have like finished like full speed runs of other yeah. games using like the yeah. DK bongos. <laughs> I've seen that. Run. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah, it's called yeah. uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. What a Thank great you. game! And much like the Mario movie, that game used real life music. Some people I found out yeah. were like pissed at the yeah. inclusion of these other movies. It, that took me out oh, of it. That was kind of I weird. I can see that. that was yeah. just, I can see that. We don't have to go into oh. it because we've talked. Yeah. We got past <laughs> that, but yeah, that was just okay. Weird. Okay, we'll, we'll accept that. Of, for any of our younger listeners, this was a, a GameCube game, oh, yeah. and it was uh, like a, a music, like similar to like Guitar Hero mm-hmm. or. But it's rock two bongos. Band. It's just two bongos. Put it on your lap. And, uh, yeah. But so that's as far as my pitch goes. He meets the wrong, you know, Wario and Waluigi. so I will not go. I'm not kidding. That was my jam on that one. That's Wait, is that really a song on that? Yes, it is. No fucking way. Embarrassingly, it's the first place I heard that song. I mean, I was like, what a jam. And I found out everyone loved that song already. The fact that they didn't have, like, while they were stuck inside the fish, yeah, that he Bowser wasn't depressingly right. playing bongos to himself, like, to pass that the time. Missed anyway. opportunity. I think, Evan, to go along with your storyline there, like, you got to put him in, like, a Thor in Endgame kind of, like, position, right? Like, he's gained some weight. Like, his yeah. father's I think, pissed. Right. No, I think his father's dead. I think Cranky Kong dies. Cranky Kong dies. You gotta kill off Cranky Kong. We start Kong. Evan's movie with the funeral of Kanky, Cranky Kong. That's what brings Mario back, and where that's what starts the we need a vacation from this vacation. Right. Oh, had right. a bad day. Is playing in the background. Obviously, obviously, Peach has to be in this movie, but uh, that's where Daisy gets folded into. Is, we need to bring in Daisy for for Luigi. I think. Um, I yeah. think Daisy's 100% coming in. Here's my pitch. I'm excited. Everything seems okay. While Mario and Luigi just have kind of, you know, moved on to functioning in the Mushroom Kingdom. Bowser is captured. Nothing to worry about. A ship rolls into town. Who is it? Uh-oh, it's the U.S. Navy. <laughs> they're pissed. <laughs> they're, here for, they're here for two prisoners. Um, no, it's Bowser Jr., and he has quickly already taken over and has just 
kind of placed down an entire like cage over the Mushroom Kingdom and mm -hmm. says, "If you got, we're gonna play for the freedom of my father or your freedom." Mm -hmm. Oh, no. In a party style no. board game, yes, of mini he does games a squid and games. Yeah. Oh, squid shit. game style Mario like party kind of squid thing. game. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Daisy shows up from where doesn't matter. There's Brooklyn. a lot of guesses out there. I'm your sister from yeah. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> and they find out if they want to win, they need the speed and the skill and the tongue to win. Where is Yochi? <laughs> Fucking Brooklyn. They go back to Brooklyn. They get the Yoshi. They win the Mario Party. I love it. Oh, that's oh, really hold on. It. You're talking about Yoshi. I'm sorry. You were talking about Daisy, and then you went right into I... they need the speed and the tongue to win. Why would you use that as? Uh, he meant as... it for Yoshi. I hey hey. He meant it for Yoshi. Justin, you're Justin. I know. Voiced... I know. This was eerily close to your fan fiction. I know. But I'm trying to do my own <laughs> All thing. All right. I also like voiced by the Dalai I'm not Lama. a Daisy stan. Rosalina is my choice. No matter what, okay, Rosalina's fantastic. And that's the thing, and that's the thing. I think you need Daisy first before you open up that can of worm of the Mario Galaxy with Rosalina and everything. I think also mm -hmm. they need to be there. playing some sports casually. Um, they uh, There's just so much. Tennis. Yeah, tennis, golf. Um, it, it's going to be good. Soccer. They're going to be carting around for fun. I think that'll be good. So um, I, these are all great ideas. I think uh, – <laughs> I think how it's realistically going to start is it'll be uh, Yoshi runs into Mario and then uh, they do a flashback to Yoshi's Island. It's just baby Mario and Yoshi running. He's like, you don't remember me? You don't remember Wait, me? I what? just hatched in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow Yoshi came back. Oh, yeah. No. Somehow. Uh, I, um, well, uh, I'll be honest. I had to. So I didn't actually see the, the post post credit scene. I was I didn't know. Oh. I got kind of mad when I stayed for the first one and it was just goofy. Uh. So I was like, fuck. Mm. And so I left. And then I read, oh, there is one. So I didn't. So was it a Yoshi egg that popped out? Then? Hatching. Uh, yep. Literally, okay. literally, it's just like a long shot going through the sewers. And then you see like there's some wreckage in the middle is a Yoshi egg. Mm. Cracks. Go, screen goes black. And you hear just a little Yoshi the, yeah, sound. So it's going to be the Yoshi terrorizing Berkeley. It's clo it's Cloverfield. It's just Cloverfield. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's be, they're going to have at least two oh Jurassic my, Park just, references. That's that's a script, yeah. Justin. It's we would have to. Cloverfield, I, I have Yoshi's to, Cloverfield. <laughs> I island. have to watch it again, but um, I I don't know if there was a green Yoshi mm. on like the Yoshi area that they went no, to. I don't think so. Uh, to be to be completely honest, and I think that like they're probably saving that for the, the character Yoshi. Yoshi. Take it take it as someone who was keeping an eye out the entire film for Yoshi. I did well, not. Well, there was see a bunch Yoshi. of running, and you, so you're saying none of those and were green. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I, I, I trust don't you, think I trust so. You, I trust you. I'm gonna be honest. The effects of the of the bullet bill hitting the pipe have about as much sense as Doctor Strange's spell in No Way Home. <laughs> like, I yeah, we're just gonna go with I'm it. On board with that. Yeah, it we, doesn't make yeah. sense. It's gonna, There's no like we're like magic and for plot. And we have to do this because, it, like, sort of, whatever. You know, like, there's no, yeah. like, and somehow a Yoshi egg, egg ended up in the sewers well, of it sucked everything Brooklyn. up. I love it. I love it. It Wild sucked Luigi everything up. By Toby yeah. I have a really quick follow-up question to this pitch game. We don't have to come up with a plot for it. But if you could green, like, one movie for the NCU, the Nintendo Cinematic Universe, that you'd want to see before... Super Smash Brothers, the, the culmination. Ooh, that's a stop uh, it, Adam. Serious, serious answer. It would have to be Legend of Zelda. Mm, um, but yeah. for me, Banjo Kazooie. Okay. okay. Justin, yeah. um, I think Star Fox might be a good, oh, a good a place one. to put it because yeah. Yeah. 
just with the space element, you've got something that's almost kinder to the Nintendo version of Star Trek, right? Or, or like Guardians of the something Galaxy. That, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like that can that can go kind of between the worlds of different things. I think that that one could really float in between, and I think that that one could have like you know the the world that is Legend of Zelda that's just like passed by, and like the world that is this and the world that is that, like just kind of all in these different you know planets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Star Star Fox could be a sleeper agent in a tying it all together. Mm, I like mm. that. I like that. Evan, do you have one? I have two answers. One is probably like the more marketable answer, which would be like Kirby. Any Kirby game would be rich territory. But personally, for a Super Smash Bros. character, I think the Earthbound games. Oh! I don't know that we have had any U.S. versions. I think that's a hard sell. That would be so good, though. It's great, though. It's great. Actually, they just announced it. Hold on. I'm getting it right now. Uh, The next five movies are all Fire Emblem. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Not again. That was good. That's funny. Uh, Justin, I'm glad your joke landed right before you froze. I said, God, I heard it too, and I was like, yes. Oh, that is good. Okay, so I'm going to give two now, too. I was kind of making fun of Evan, but I'm going to do the same. I really want to see, but I, so the reason I'm giving two is I think this first one's pretty probable. I would love to see a Luigi's Mansion. Like, I actually think that would yes. be, like, very, very fun and good. So fun. Um, but I, I think that's coming. I think that's in the works. I don't know for sure, but it just seems so R-rated. obvious. R-rated. Yeah, R-rated. Yeah, I need it. If we're going just, like, like Super Smash Bros., um, Evan probably gave the one I would do because I'm the annoying Ness player, so Earthbound would be good. I also think... You can, and maybe it's not a whole movie, but you need to work in the ice climbers somehow. Ice climbers are, they got to be post like credit or something. I'd be fine with that at first. I don't know I I need need a whole movie on them, but they should be like, you know, number two in, in, in some movie. I think if he appeared more kid friendly, I think an F Zero film would be really good. F Zero would be amazing. That would be really awesome. I think the most surprising, like, Easter egg, I think, for me, personally, in all of uh, the movie was Kid Icarus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, legitimately, him playing, he was playing Kid Icarus in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. He was. I saw that. And I think that that was, like, the most surprising thing. I was not expecting to see Pitt in any form. Uh, Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we'll we'll get a Pitt movie. No, that's exciting. I, um... I, I think the way to do it is keep it literally more Mario property at first. And then Kirby, Link, uh, Star yeah. Fox. So I think we'll they're, get a couple Mario movies before we start getting to those. But I think it's coming. I think they're all going to be connected. I think it's going to be like the MCU. And I think it's going to be fucking huge, if I'm being honest. Even before I went to see that, I was like, this is their, this is their new mm-hmm. Like This is going to last them a long time. And they just don't need to worry about that. Like, they don't even need to worry about another Minions film they're gonna do it unfortunately but they don't need to you know it's just, minions it's so in, in delfino <laughs> no please no no no, 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 no they gotta no. keep them out they gotta keep them out that at that point would be too much for me if i see one secret life of pets character show up it's in any be... of these movies i will lose it i okay, have done. it i already if, know the right. scene it's Luigi's gonna be a mansion. minion holding a, a banana with a yoshi and it's gonna be like banana and then yoshi will probably say banana also <laughs> No, Luigi's Mansion is a dead minion, like deep in the background. <laughs> oh my god, like a skeleton of a minion. Oh, we need like the Boo. Of I know there was a King Boo at the wedding. There was a King Boo. But I need yeah. Boo. Like, Boo is actually one of my favorite characters. Uh, yeah, they didn't yeah. go there. 
The dry bones was cool, but yeah, they didn't go with. Well, the they're saving it for Luigi's really? Mansion. Yes, it's, it definitely. But I saw like an article being like ten uh, Easter eggs you probably you missed uh, in the film. And I was like, okay. And then once like if you look closely, you'll see King Babam in there. I was like, he was yeah, amazing. He literally he blows lit on fire. Oz <laughs> the giant explosion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was a narrative plot yeah. point. <laughs> All right. Before yeah. we really wrap up here, let's go through favorite power up. And so not just like the item itself. The, the person it was on, if that makes sense. Ooh. Ooh okay. Mm, all uh, two options? I guess three. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Take it as you will. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I think the coolest looking one of something we've never seen before was Donkey Kong getting the fire. The fire That's what I was right? fishing for. Like, that looked <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> that was the like, best. And I know you were. I had to just say it. <laughs> that was so exciting when I was like, fire Donkey Kong? That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Unstoppable. I think my, my favorite power, and, and maybe this is biased because it's also one of my favorite powers in the game, is the um, the ice power, the mm. ice flower. And I think, yeah, that was that was I think Peach having it in such a crucial point, like like tying like toad putting it in the thing like in the bouquet was awesome i think that that was a really cool touch of her like planning that out being like this like you know putting that into like that was awesome like freezing everything the ice power is one of my favorite power-ups in mario and i was so happy that it was involved Mm. i want to go back to like where we briefly touched on just like the random insertion of commercial music in this film um, which, because it took me out, but not, not just because it was because of that, but because they did a great job incorporating some of the themes and, and like classic songs from Mario. Mm-hmm. And I think what, what they mastered so, so well was for when Mario and Luigi take the power of the superstar mm. and you have the superstar theme playing in it. And they, just the way they kind of re, you know, mixed it for that moment was just like so nostalgic and so, and, and still lent itself so well. Like you would never like... You can't just say like, "Oh, we'll just put the superstar." Like, dun, 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 dun. it's not going to work in in that <laughs> climactic so right. moment. But it, it works so well. I think it complements. And I really like the, the visual. Everything about after it. they were invincible of them just running around, yeah, uh, busting look, shit up. Awesome. And of course, just I was like, "When are they going to do it?" Grabbing Bowser by the yeah. tail and spinning yeah, him around great. and throwing him. I was like, "Yes." I was yeah. like, "That's like when Captain America like hit Thanos mm-hmm. with the hammer," mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, did you guys think kiss. there was any chance that they were going to be like, "So long, gay Bowser"? <laughs> any chance at all? I'm just kidding. I think they're saving. I think they're saving <laughs> yeah. that for the sequel. Too. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, is it coming?" No, okay. They, they can't, didn't like, do they it. can't get rid of all their good stuff, right? They gotta the put the. Yeah. They're saying that for some of the Bowser Juniors. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, I was excited for the the tail grab too. I literally was like, "Yes!" So that was great. Yes. Um, Evan, favorite power up? Call me an old timer, but the Tanuki suit. Oh yeah, it's just I love the Tanuki suit. It's yeah. a classic. I mean, they all look yeah, great. They did. Yeah. The the animation in this was stunning too. Like it was, yeah. it was one of it was very very well done. And I like that. And you know, I don't know they could have, but it didn't look too human. Like you know, Mario didn't look like a real guy, but he looked like a real guy. My favorite one was probably Fire Donkey Kong. Um, but I did really enjoy the cat suit. I uh, that ended up being yeah. a much more funny scene than I thought it was going to be. But Fire Donkey Kong, what's, I was like, whoa. What's the game where Mario has the hat with the eyes? Oh, Mario Odyssey. Oh, Odyssey. Oh, Odyssey. Yeah. That's Odyssey. great. The okay. wedding. That's Bowser's something else. Wedding. That's a whole other. Bowser's whole wedding others, was yeah. straight out of Mario Odyssey. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was that whole yeah. suit. Yeah, that whole and, suit. Was, and the yeah. mayor, the mayer was the mayor, oh, yeah, mayor like, from but, Brooklyn. But, New but hold on a second, because that's that's Paulina, and that is very much uh, that's a reference to all of that's Jumpman. Mm. Like, are you saying? Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's like in the movie that was Governor Kathy Hochul. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, no, no. That's like I mean the whole thing with Odyssey is that the 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 now like uh um mayor of new donk city is yes. paulina who yeah. is the original like person who got kidnapped like donkey by donkey kong. kong and Jumpman. um okay. like he was technically like you know i don't know technically mario's first love interest but that's a big thing in odyssey is that like she's brought back for that big of a role it was really cool to see her as like still the mayor i loved of- all the references i just loved them so yeah. much you know what we're gonna get into here unless oh so i want to do kind of our our closing thought really just like a one two sentence wrap up Mario movie as a whole, and then we're going to get into some letterbox reviews uh, before before we uh, really finish up here. We'll start with Justin. Give us your your uh, your closing thoughts on the Super Mario uh, Bros. movie. I had a good time, and I think that's what's important. I had a good time. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like you know, despite of a lot of things, I think that it could have been a lot worse. Mm. Like the the the. Uh, uh, Chris Pratt's voice could have been really just distracting, and I think I was really happy that it wasn't. I had a good time, and that is what is important in the child of me. Mm. Yes, well said. Well put. Adam, closing thoughts. Honestly, yeah, same. Um, I would like to say, you know, make maybe make a little more effort in where the story goes in the in the next films. I think I do think part of it was kind of like we want to we want Mario Kart. Let's find a way <laughs> to put Mario Kart in yeah. this movie. But end of the day, it was fun. Like, if you're a huge Mario fan or not, like, you know, you know what Mario is. You're not going to need to know that there is a, a huge plot behind this, this story. And you're still going to have a good time. And um, even, and it has, again, it has the things that the heart, the diehard fans are going to notice and say, like, yes, mm-hmm. this is so cool. I get to see this now in the film after so many, so, so many years, mm-hmm. you know. Well said. My closing thoughts, I had such a good time in this movie for normally being such a plot and theme nitpicker did not matter to me the faults it did have you know chris pratt maybe not being the best did not matter to me i had such a fun time so many references fun scenes funny moments it's not something i would go see again right now but i'm definitely gonna watch this again at some point i am excited for more movies as well I, I I maybe gave it I maybe had like too low of a bar. I maybe thought it was gonna be way worse than it was, but I ended up uh really, really enjoying it. So that's that's a win in my book. Like I said at the beginning, all the the reviews are right. It's bad, <laughs> it's good, it's great. Yeah. It's all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um it, like uh like Justin said, it's a great time. And I, I think what this movie does so well or what it I'm gonna Compare it to the other preeminent franchise over the past decade, which is the MCU, Star Wars similarly. But what this this movie shows me is that we're not tired of, of quippy, bantery movies. We're tired of these expansive house of cards that are built on lore and connective tissue and references to other pieces of lore and and connective tissue this movie takes you on a whirlwind tour of references through the mushroom kingdom and hardly stops to give you a reason for anything that happens and it's fucking phenomenal you breeze through it in 90 minutes it's great nice well said let's wrap up here with some letterbox reviews um as i'm just taking a quick look at these they're kind of all over the place like like the critics and the the fans here so um i'm gonna (laughs) 
This is, I think, a good summation. It's the very top one. Two stars. Illumination's best movie, and it still sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, they still gave it two stars, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that was crazy. Probably one more than Minions. Ooh, I have oh, one. I have one. Yeah, actually. hell yeah, go. Yeah, uh, this is a three-star review. Um, I saw Princess Peach's butt in the Northland. <laughs> so did I. So did I. And now we can all say that. And now we can all say that. <laughs> that's great. Uh, this one's five stars. Bro really said, let's a go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's up there with it's morbid yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Except he actually said it. Like, you know, that's, yes. yeah. It, it's like a man, but for morbid time, it's a Mandela effect where we still all believe he said it. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, like you said, they're all over the place. For me, I think this movie lands at a four. Mm. Four stars. I can, out of five, I can comfortably give it that. Yeah. I agree. I would forgive anyone that gave it a two or a three. I okay. I agree. I gave it four. Uh, that's how much I loved it. Here's one, though. Zero stars. Luigi and Bowser better kiss. We didn't get one kiss between them. Oh, yeah, God. that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> when I remember, I will leave a, a letterbox review on the Pitch This letterbox account. Um, so, yeah, we I... I, I, on behalf of Justin and myself, gave it four nice. stars. We're all um, in agreement. I didn't even My have... Comment. What the fuck are you... I well, didn't even get an I input in that. I said I gave you the keys. I said I, you want to leave reviews. I am reviews. half of Pitch This. Pitch you're this speaking that. for me. Justin, do you give it well, something you're like different? <laughs> you're like 49% shareholder. Justin, whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Since when did I become the minority shareholder of our shared project? No, no, no. The, With, no, what, I mean, what's yours? How many stars? How many, How many stars? stars would you I give it? Don't say four. Now you can't say four. You're I'm not going to say four. I was going to say 3.5. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank God we got your input then. <laughs> you mean three, he's <laughs> leaning towards like five, three nine. I think, yeah. I think you're going to 3.5. I think you're going to mix those together. You get 3.75. I'm just, that's math. Mm. Anyway, the comment I left was need a trap remix of yeah. Peaches, which I'm sure will come very, sure very soon. Come. It's coming, I, if I, not there. I got to say, as someone whose day job is as a, a music copyright specialist, um, one of the things that like we focused on today at our job was the song Peaches uh, on YouTube <laughs> and a lot of the remixes that are being made. Um, I give it about a week before we have some really awesome, like... <laughs> Like I think sooner. Yeah, I think maybe two days. They're already there. Days. We're just we haven't seen them They're yet. There, yeah. <laughs> they came up while we were yeah. recording. Oh, okay. I uh, this has been a lot of fun. I think uh, we've said a lot of things here. Like this movie, we've said a lot of things. But did <laughs> <Yeah>. we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great point. Great point, Evan. Um, um, boys, tell uh, tell the listeners where they can uh, find you, follow you, where uh, they can listen to you. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you know, you can follow us on Instagram. We're uh, on Instagram at Pitch This Pod. We're on Twitter at Pitch underscore This underscore Pod, and we're on TikTok at Pitch This Podcast. And we do like post like bonus content of our recordings. We've we are done primarily in, we've done the Twitches. So we go to the link in bio on any of those to find our podcast episodes, along with some of our Twitch streams. We have a YouTube channel. We post clips from our recordings and stuff like that. So those are all there on, our, on all those accounts. We played nice. Putt-Putt. We want to do more. That's, the, oh, my God. Those Yes, that's nostalgia <laughs> right there. Um, but, yeah, come check us out. It's a lot of fun. We like to hear from you guys. If anyone's on Good Pods, we have a, we just established a group on there for people to chat with us and just leave anything, leave any suggestions, recommendations on there, nice. or stuff like that. Like that. 
um yeah so thank you guys so much for oh, having yeah, us on no, a little bit of a tease uh we are recording our next episode on wednesday and the next one we're going to be doing is about the live action cat in a hat movie <laughs> um from 2003 uh so tune in for that um i'm very excited okay. about i'm currently writing the script for that uh it is just such an enigma of a movie <laughs> yeah. and i'm so very excited to tackle it we're, we're really hitting enigmas. Our last episode we just put out was Titanic, if it was written, directed, and starring Tommy Wiseau of The Room. <laughs> it was one of my favorite scripts that Adam's put out so far. It was very good. It's, it's a fun time. That's so, yeah, uh, again, we, we loved having oh, you yeah. guys on because you guys, again, you guys made fantastic. But thanks. This is, this is an honor. Oh, Thank yeah. you guys for having no, us on. Tonight was fun. Um, I'm going to wrap us up here. For more Two Dudes, please check out our other episodes on Apple, Spotify, and now on YouTube. You can follow us at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on Instagram and TikTok. And on Twitter, we are two dudes or we are at Two Dudes Watch. And wherever you do listen, please make sure you like, rate, and review. Um, you know, it helps more people find us. Uh seriously, this was a ton of fun. If you couldn't tell by the number of times I laughed, I feel like I got an ab workout. So this was like a twofer for me. Nice. So uh thank you guys for coming. This was a good time and uh I'm glad we were able Anytime. to enjoy this probably bad movie that we all seemingly loved so much so it's hard <laughs> hey, we're, we, i think we're all processing yeah. it we're, still, yeah, we're still going through it it's going like, again yeah. i'm convinced i need to see I it yeah. to see i will it be again. going again so yeah. gonna... i can say for sure i will be going again i, I uh, yeah. this was fun this was a lot of fun thank you guys for coming yeah. and uh we will see you all next time i didn't screw up the end <laughs>